This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, September 12th. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, was it a busy one, and we got some good, we got some bad, let's start off, uh, let's just go right into the good. Cousins over the middle, how is he that wide open, Jefferson again, inside the 10, lunging for the end zone, touchdown! Yeah, Justin Jefferson, he's pretty darn good at football. Nine receptions for a buck 89, uh, buck 84, I believe, and two touchdowns. And he basically led the way for the Minnesota Vikings as they get a huge 23 to 7 win over the Green Bay Packers in the first game of the Kevin O'Connell era. Uh, boy, I mean, there's just so much to unpack with this Vikings win. Uh, first off, I'm going to go over, uh, what my game notes were on Friday morning. You remember on the Friday morning sports desk, I said the Vikings got to do three things if they want to beat the Green Bay Packers. One, they are going to need to have a big game from Kirk Cousins. I think I said something like three touchdowns. He had two and just played a very clean game. Uh, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. That's that. I'm going to check that one off the list. That's one that uh, I think I got right. Point number two. The Vikings are going to need to get some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, I would say they did that. They had multiple sacks throughout the game. DJ Wanham had a sack. Zadarius Smith had a sack. Daniil Hunter had a sack. There was also a strip sack of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just defensive pressure all the way, and it was being led by the two defensive ends, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith, two guys who are the two biggest keys to success for the Vikings defense this season. Uh, They just generate so much on the edge with the pass rush and what they were able to do put the Vikings in a very good position. Zadarius Smith is really good. Uh, There was a play, I remember, where he got to pass the line of scrimmage. It was on the fumble by Rodgers, the strip sack, and uh, I think it was the running back had to block Zadarius Smith. And let me tell you, Zadarius Smith just blew him out of the water. Like, there was no, like, blocking, got past him. It was just like he ran over that man and then went over to go find Aaron Rodgers and give him a strip sack. So uh, I I would say a great first impression for Zadarius Smith making his Vikings debut. The Vikings got pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He was uncomfortable all game long. Uh, he didn't trust his wide receivers. He was classic, uh, he was classic uh, temper tantrum Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and that's always fun to see. Uh, the home crowd got loud, which was also fun. Um, it's just the juices were flowing yesterday for for US Bank Stadium. It's week 1, brand new season. There's a lot of optimism with the new coaching staff. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Um and also it's week 1. So it's I mean week 1, it's against Green Bay and then you have the fact that it's 9/11 as well and that shouldn't matter, but it does a little bit. I mean like everybody's just a little bit fired up. They're fire patriotism's going. Everybody has the the great tributes that they do every single year uh, before the game. I remember I went to a game a couple of years ago. It was the season opener on 9-11, and there was a lot of pregame festivities, and just everybody had an extra amp. There's USA chants going. So everybody's just always juiced up for this game, and that was also fun to see. But the third part 
was that the Vikings are going to need to play a clean game on special teams, and they did that. Uh, new punter uh, for the Vikings. Uh, his name escapes me, uh, but he was fine. Uh, the Vikings punt block team, they almost got a couple punt blocks throughout the game. And by the way, they made all of their field goals, which was important. Uh believe what? If they have 23, it's about three made field goals plus uh, two good extra points. Uh, really, just if you were to game plan, I was talking about this about Corey uh, uh, off air, uh, is if you could game plan and you could put the perfect opener for Kevin O'Connell as Minnesota Vikings head coach, this was what it looked like. Uh, the defense, it wasn't great, but they got stops when they needed to. Uh, then you look at the offense, and that really is just what makes this game so much different, is they had stats galore during the game about how different this offense was than a year ago, and we knew it was going to be different because it's a new head coach, but just in the ways that the, the Vikings modernized their offense and were able to put Justin Jefferson in so many positions to succeed, you heard it on the highlight I just played for you, Kevin Burkhardt of Fox was like, how is Jefferson continually getting this wide open? And the Vikings just put him all, they put him in motion. If you look before the snap, the Vikings have guys moving around the field all the time. And the point of that is to confuse the defense. Makes It makes the defense have to be more prepared, makes them have to communicate better, has to make sure that they are 100% on top of the game plan to try and stop them. And it could also tell you what the defense is doing. If you see the defense bump, means they're playing man. If you see them stay where they are, it's probably a zone. And then it helps Kirk Cousins read the defense a little bit better before he even grabs the ball. And I, I just, I just love what Kevin O'Connell's doing. I love the idea. It's a lot of what the Rams did. A lot of motion. A lot of getting the ball to your best playmaker. The Rams, it's Cooper Cup. Justin Jefferson is a better, uh, don't a stereotype, but he's a better athlete. Than Cooper Cup, and I think if you put him in the in positions like the Rams did to Cup last year, Justin Jefferson is going to have a phenomenal season. Their MVP chance for Justin Jefferson yesterday, and it's hard not to see why, uh, because uh, he was phenomenal yesterday. But if you're Kevin O'Connell, that's exactly how you draw it up. Just the way the Vikings put Jefferson in motion was the Vikings were one of the worst teams in the NFL at pre-snap motion. That was better. Uh, the Vikings, I think it was 11 personnel, which basically just means one tight end and one running back. You're in the shotgun. It's uh, The Mike Zimmer offense was a lot of quarterback gets under center. We have two tight ends. We want to get down and dirty. We want to pound the rock. We want to run the football. And there's advantages to that. But in today's NFL, Kevin O'Connell, let's spread the field out a little bit. We don't need two tight ends on the field at all times. Let's get an extra wide receiver in here. Let's move everybody around. Let's catch the defense off guard. Zimmer's offense was plain, simple, execute you do your job. And the Kevin O'Connell offense is let's move around, let's create some havoc for the opposing defense, and let's see if we can catch them uh, out of position. And it's just a lot different. The Vikings were one of the worst teams in the NFL at using 11 personnel. They used it a lot yesterday. And just any kind of stat you want to look at, Justin Jefferson had a great game, continued to get wide open. Adam Thielen had a quiet game, but that's fine. Uh, A big Monday night football game coming up against the Philadelphia Eagles a week from today. So that'll be fun. Vikings get under the lights, but what a great start to the Kevin O'Connell era. Okay. All right. So 
we got all the positivity out of the way. Now let's talk about the uh, the Minnesota Twins. The biggest three game series of the year. I mean, I said that. Uh, Corey Provis said it uh, in our in our uh, promos for the game, and also just leading into the game. Uh, I, I mean, there was it was the biggest series of the year. You were a game and a half back from Cleveland. You just got a win out of Yankee Stadium. You salvaged that series, and you thought, hey. We're back at home. We can beat these Guardians. We can do whatever. We'll figure it out if you're the Twins. That's what you're thinking. And then they just get swept by Cleveland at home. Ah, what a deflating series. I mean, they're... The pitching was bad in the first game. And then the offense follows it up by not showing up until late in the game. And you saw this out of the Twins the last week. For the last seven games, it feels like, they always just, their offense is dead for about six innings. And then in the seventh and eighth, they get like a couple runs, they make it a close game, and then they can't get it done in the ninth. And it's, the Twins lost... Uh, the Twins were down 7 nothing at one point, I believe, on Friday night. They ended up losing 7-6 or something along those lines. And after they lost that game, I remember, I, I remember thinking to myself, boy, if only there was like six other innings where they could have contributed and gotten some runs and maybe tried to make this a close ball game. And now it's not all on the hitting when your pitching staff gives up seven runs, but it just goes to show you that the it's just a weird season for the Twins. I don't know what other way to shake it up. As that, but look, man, I, I defend the twins probably a little bit too much. I'm a little too optimistic, but I think it's, you're pretty close to sticking a fork in these twins. I don't have their playoff percentage according to fan graphs up yet, but it's gotta be low. To me, it's like less than 5%. It's not, not looking too good for the twins who spent a lot of this season in first place and now might not even finish with a record above 500 if they keep doing what they're doing. So yeah, they play Kansas City for a three game series starting tomorrow. They have a good chance to get some wins there, but they got to start winning a lot of games in a hurry if they want any hope to get back in this one. So there you go. Twins baseball. We're going to win twins. We're going to score. Maybe. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, September 12th. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Hi, I'm Bamboo HR. Yes, the actual software. Mom was a one, dad was a zero. It all started when I realized how hard HR's job is. Hey, HR, can you find me the perfect candidate? Oh, and can you make sure when they start, they don't leave in the first 12 months like everybody else? Oh, and can you react quickly to every single curveball an employee government agency or the company throws at you every day always? (sighs) 
HR, you deserve software that has your back. And well, that's me. Try it free at bamboohr.com.